All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. That is Jake Vevra, stand-up comedian in New York City. I am Nathan Timmel, stand-up comedian in Iowa City. It is May, Sunday, May 30th. And uh, we don't take weekends off, Jake. It's Memorial Day weekend, but we don't... uh, We've, we've yet to have missed a show, I believe, in all our time doing this. Even around Christmas, we still managed to bang one out. We've never missed a show. It's, it's the beauty of pre-records. You can kind of knock them out whenever. Yeah, we, well, we've done that. We've recorded like for an hour and split it into two halves, but we always release something new. Uh, hopefully, you're listening to us on our channel, or if you're not, hopefully you're hearing us on Chicago's Comedy Scene Radio, the internet uh, radio talk section that is uh, broadcasting us every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Wherever you listen to us, we're happy. Hello, Chicago. Hello, Chicago. All right, Jake, where do you want to start this week? We've got uh, a bunch of news stories. My computer's loading like an asshole. Every time I click on something, it just sits there and says, fuck you. Um, Do you have a favorite story you want to start with? Oh, I did think it was pretty funny that... uh, did they say they hid the fact that Kardashian failed her? Uh, her they so Kim Kardashian failed her bar exam to be a lawyer. She's been studying for a while. What they did is they hid it until they could premiere it on their show. So it was a big reveal. Like they they you know so it happened, but then they recorded it on TV, but they didn't let anybody know it happened. So oh, gosh, they, could, they like, wanted to make it part of an episode. Yeah, they wanted to make sure, like, ooh, big reveal tonight on the uh, on the Kardashians. She didn't make it to uh, the thing. And the reason I clicked that is because, uh, and the reason I wanted to talk about it a little bit is because, look, everybody makes fun of Kim Kardashian and the Kardashians with good cause. I mean, they're they're vapid, horrible people for the most part. Although Kim has been trying to better herself with this, with, with, you know, prison reform and, and legal. Uh, so the idea that anyone would make fun of her for failing the bar exam, it's low hanging fruit. It's too easy to me because Jake, have you ever passed the bar exam? Are you a certified lawyer? I have not. But furthermore, if she did pass the bar exam, how scared would you be if, if you were on trial for like a capital crime? And it was in a state where Kim Kardashian passed the bar. You'd be like, holy shit, they're just letting any fucking lawyer in. <laughs> well, I was just going to say that I haven't passed the bar. I'm not a lawyer. So I see that's the that's the easy joke is to make fun of her for. But I, I'm pretty sure I would probably fa- I know a guy that uh, failed it, I think, three times in a row. I don't even know if he's a lawyer. I don't know if he ever tried it a fourth time, but. Um, Dude, I would stay up on Adderall for a week straight, like Leonardo DiCaprio, and catch you if catch me if you can. And I would ace that goddamn bar exam. <laughs> so, if you were in a state where Kim Kardashian was a lawyer and you were on the death penalty uh, death row, would you want her as your defense or the prosecution? Do you think Dude, she'd? Be- I would hire her for the other side. She would be <laughs> like uh, Matt Damon in The Departed. She would be sort of my lady on the inside without really knowing it. Your plant. Yeah. So I would that, be like, hey, um, I'm on trial. Prosecute me and try real, real hard. Interject yourself <laughs> into all of the prosecutions. Uh, Not even trying to throw the case, but actually trying to win it. You, you, right. If she were to try and throw it, it might be a little too obvious. It, it, it would be like that. Yeah, it would be like, I, I don't know. 
when 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 Putin wanted Donald Trump to win, he was like, "Well, I could get a hold of him and tell him about this." But now, him him knowing about this is gonna fuck it up. Let's yeah, then just, he'd talk about it. Let yes, let's just put all the memes behind the reality TV star. That's what I would do. Is I would be like, "Reality TV star, go do the other side's bidding," and and she would just go fuck everything up. Whereas if I told her, "Hey, help me out," she would go in there. And I, I mean, night one, it would be like Watergate. You know what I mean? Like they would catch your stealing files and shit. It would be well, crazy. no, I think it actually, the way you put it, you could have just repeated yourself. You said uh, um, you hired for the other team because she'd go and fuck everything up. And if you hired her, she'd come and help you and fuck everything up. She wouldn't even be stealing files. She would just, you know, probably not help. Yeah, I think she, she has would, good she... intentions. She, she seems to have good intentions behind this. I just don't know if... Uh, a reality TV star is someone that we need in the, the legal field. 100% not. Uh, everybody she tries to free is going to get even longer sentences because she showed up. <laughs> well, Trump let that one, fuck out of it. I think, lady out for her. I can't remember her name, but when she, she visited the White House, Trump assigned an executive order. But that's because he's a different animal. He's all about, okay, she's a reality star. She's got cameras on her. The cameras are looking at me. I can. Yeah, that's not going my... into a courtroom and winning a legal battle against right. someone who's against you. That's two reality TV stars in jobs they shouldn't have trying to make <laughs> themselves look good <laughs> yes exactly that's why it worked i would love to see her in a courtroom actually i would love anything like a parking ticket i would love to see her start dipping her toes in the water if and when she passes and, and I, I i think it'd be like reality tv i would watch i know they just canceled uh the kardashian show or they didn't cancel it but they decided they're no longer going to do it i would love to see kim kardashian lawyer at large something like that and that you watch her argue jaywalking and parking tickets or even death penalty or whatever. I mean, just, just, just to see what would happen. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it would be like my cousin Vinny, but a reality TV show. Well, my cousin Vinny, the lady knew her shit. Marisa Tomei knew her shit. Or you mean no, no, uh, no, no, no. Joe Pesci. She wasn't the lawyer. She was just on. That's true. She was on the stand. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Pesci was the, the, the goofy one, but then he was kind of smart and sort of like a, like a Goomba Rain Man type boy. He was wise. He was uh, he was yes. not courtroom smart, but he was he was savvy. Uh huh. He would he would yeah he wouldn't know any of the laws, but he would be like, hey, this is when my 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 other cousin ripped off some guy, and this is just the same way. And he would he would go, crack it. Well, you know that it it could actually work a little bit though with a jury system, because she is a reality reality TV star, so she knows manipulation and cameras and basic acting she knows how to manipulate manipulate emotions i told you um and i've told everybody that i watched maybe 10 minutes of the uh george zimmerman trial and i was like holy shit he's gonna get away with this because the prosecution in that case was just an inept fuck that every, every time you watch like law and order or a TV show about lawyers, you see actors like, oh, this is what lawyers are like. And then you see real lawyers and they're sort of bumbling idiots that... Timmel is down. What? He is completely frozen up. We, we lost internet and I'll pick up where I, I was that. I watched 10 minutes of the George Zimmerman case and I'm like, oh, he's getting off. Like the, the prosecution was this bland, uninteresting. The jury had to be put to fucking sleep because... You watch a, a legal proceeding in a movie or TV and you think, oh, that's what the 
courtroom is like. And then you actually visit a courtroom and you're like, no, this is boring as fuck. So Kim Kardashian could spice that shit up and play to a jury and win, not on the facts, not on merit, but just by being engaging and knowing how to act for better or worse. You think she would do the serial mom thing, Kathleen Turner, where she's like flashing the uh, the pervert witness underneath the table? Uh, to, to kind of manipulate him and, and, and get him on her side. Absolutely she would. She would pull out all the tricks she knows from being a reality TV star. That's why she would be a good lawyer, probably. I, I'm actually talking myself into wanting her as my lawyer because you put her in front of a jury, she's not going to put the jury to sleep with droning and precedent and... Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you have to consider the facts. Yeah, no, go, she's yeah. going to be more Johnny Cochran, you know, like, you must acquit. She, yeah, she's yeah, a you've show been completely frozen person. for the past, like, five, six seconds. something with zoom it's a zoom issue that's all right or or it's kim kardashian's minions who don't want us talking about her could be could be it's the scientologists all right so let's move on i think we covered that uh we beat that dead horse in the ground i think oh yeah no i i think i think she would totally get the jury on her side by being like listen ladies and gentlemen out of the jury the prosecution is going to come out here with all kinds of claims like my client stabbed this guy. My client stabbed that guy. It's all bullshit. If you let my client go, you will get two free months to my OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not true because look at me. Then she bats her eyelashes and shows some of her enormous ass. I have no idea. All right, let's move on. Um, all right, you and I, we talk about guns a lot on here. Neither one of us is anti-gun, but whatever. I... I think that the gun lobby, I think people that are pro-guns are way too pro-gun and the people that are anti-gun are way too anti-gun. And on the pro-gun side of things, Texas is just, I think, pushing buttons just to do it. Uh, Governor Greg Abbott is about to remove one of its major gun restrictions and allow unlicensed handgun carry despite outcry. There, You don't need a license to carry a handgun anymore in Texas. That's That's how far they're taking the Second Amendment right, which is basically free for all like even nra members say there you should get a license you should be trained you shouldn't just give any fucking yokel a gun they keep their 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 credo used to be a good guy with a gun and texas is turning it into fuck it everybody with a gun and <laughs> i don't know i you got anything on this i i don't even really know what to say i i know that there are probably people completely outraged by it and there are people that are masturbating and over it saying good and i'm just I'm ambivalent. I can't get worked up over issues that have been around for 30 years anymore. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I this is clearly one where it, it I, you know how I've been saying on here for a while that, that in, in New York with, with uh, like the COVID regulations, it got so politicized because Trump was basically denying that it existed when we were really getting hit and didn't know yeah. how to fucking treat it. And everyone was dying. Um, and then, so the, the really blue states do a thing where we're like, oh, hey, well, the red states are ignoring this completely. We're going to shut down for a decade. You fuckers now can't do anything. You, you know what I mean? And, and then they, they drive everything to red state and, and it becomes sort of uh, uh, an identity, sort of idealistic thing 
as opposed to like, hey, let's find some balance and, and do shit that makes sense. I think this is where Texas is on the gun thing. They're like, well, no, no, no. It's it's the it's those dumb, dirty Democrats that don't like guns and us fucking kick ass Republicans. We like the guns. So here's how much we like guns. We're going to just do crazy shit. Now, preschoolers all get guns. That's right. You have little Fisher Price. My first fucking Uzi. It's fully auto. <laughs> it's great. I, and I agree with that. That's exactly what I said is, and I, I want to go off my last thought, because uh, you, you sound like you're on the same page as me. I can't get angry over this anymore. Maybe years ago I could, but it becomes one of those things. Gun battles, pro and anti have been going on for so fucking long that I think the only people passionate about them, and that that's, and it's both sides screaming at each other both sides scream at each other. So everybody in the middle just sort of tunes out. And that's kind of where I am. I look at it and I go, this is absurd. The fact that you can just go buy a gun and walk around with that without any training or a license. It's, it's absurd, but I don't have it in me to start screaming or go protest or, you know, it's I'm done. Um, yeah, sorry, I I lost my twenty third. Yeah, basically, I think I think with the it's a, it's a weird thing for me because the the people that are really loud about it on the left clearly don't know anything about guns, which is a problem when you when you're trying to pass legislation. And the people on the right, they know a fuck ton about guns, which is good when you're trying to make regulations. But they've also been bought out by people who are just trying to sell guns. Yes. So it's not it would it would be like if you had if, if you were trying to make regulations against, you know, the opioid crisis, you were trying to regulate them and, and, and the, the people trying to regulate them were just straight up Mormons there, you, you know, like they don't do anything. They're of some kind of religious belief or something to where like, oh, no, 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 we don't even take opiates for fucking heart surgery we don't give a shit we pray and take aspirin that's right it. and yeah. then the other side like oh no we know a lot about opiates but we are being bought out by johnson and johnson to fill as many of you fucking yokels with this shit as we can it, it, that's kind of what you got going on with the guns man i, I want to go down there and go even fucking harder with the gun like look um you got all these people saying we should we should be able to have this gun that gun should be able to walk around with these things without a license what about hand grenades Where's the National <laughs> Grenade Association, right. the NGA? Huh? All these, all these liberal pussies in the N NRA say, "Oh, you can, you can solve things just with guns, and you don't need explosives to protect yourselves." Bullshit. The founding fathers didn't put any kind of grenade restrictions in the Constitution. Therefore, we should get hand grenades. I think that's a fucking goddamn brilliant plan. We always have the best plans on this podcast, and we never follow through with them. Jake, what about flamethrowers? Yep. You know who else doesn't think you should have a flamethrower? Nancy Pelosi and AOC. That's right. The National Flamethrower Association uh, stands for conservative value, values, and it stands for every every, every God fearing Texan who should have a flamethrower. Well, you know who thinks you should have flamethrowers? Who's that? Elon Musk. Tesla made a flamethrower like a year ago or two years ago. You remember that? Two years no, ago, it was before the pandemic. They sold out. There was there was a while. Um, I think there were three things in a row. 
where Tesla was not making, well, they were making cars, but they put out these little one-off things like, hey, limited run, I'm going to sell this. And they sold out immediately because of the cult of, of Musk or of cult of Tesla. But one of the things was a flamethrower. Elon Musk made a flamethrower, maybe a thousand of them, maybe 500. Did you just look it up? But it, it, I'm trying now. It sold out. And so, and now he's a Texan. I'm going to look it up. The instant but I was it how big the, is the second thing that pops up we, is Tesla flamethrower eBay, oh which means you know they, they were. <laughs> I mean, how much you is the Tesla flame? These are technically considered like these are banned by by the the like the UN is banned. Like this is uh this is technically considered a war crime using flamethrowers, right? Like they brought in ten million dollars in sales to Tesla. They were five hundred dollars each. <laughs> Why? Who the hell needs a flamethrower? That's crazy. I, people that just like Tesla. It was just one of those things that he put it out, and so people just bought it because he put his name on it. That's pretty goddamn wild. Yeah, look at that. That's a no shit flamethrower. No, it's it's not like the World War II style ones. No, no, it's like the tank on the bag and it's shooting really fucking far. Like, cause they would just clear out whole like caves with those. Well, this is something like you'd see in a movie. Like, it's a handheld, like it looks space age flamethrower. Um. Only twenty thousand of them were made at five hundred bucks a pop, and right, now dude, they're now on I eBay. I kind of want one. You know what I would do with it? I would get a giant marshmallow and roast it. It would be like <laughs> a fucking basketball-sized marshmallow, and I would just <laughs> around the outside, and then just you know, it would it would be like I would get like some fondue with it, and you would just scoop big old big old chunks of of melted marshmallow, and. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm I'm sold. You know what? I was jokingly saying we needed flamethrowers, but God damn it, I'm looking at this. I'm convinced, man. I want to. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make giant s'mores with this thing. Well, I bet those twenty thousand people agree with you because they bought them. But speaking of s'mores, right. it doesn't say in the Constitution I can't make s'mores the size of my house. <laughs> um, it we this will post on Memorial Day. So uh, if anybody's listening to this in the morning and you're gonna be uh, cooking out or barbecuing today and you are making s'mores i did see a life hack online this past week a metal rake like you would rake leaves with one of those big splayed out metal rakes um really yeah put us put a marshmallow on each one of the prongs and then you you're doing like 15 20 marshmallows at a time sure yeah yeah man i can do them in one spot although you, you know the thing is and i haven't actually looked this up with, with in the nyc you, you know like backyard regulations but i know that you can't have exposed coals within new york city in, in your backyard like we really we actually At i was all? doing an outdoor they have to be in a weber constantly what's up they have to be covered in their your weber grill constantly or yes yeah no no fire pits none of that oh, somebody okay. had a fire pit i was doing an outdoor comedy show in the middle of my set in someone's backyard during covid uh the a firefighter came up like behind me from another yard shining a flashlight and was like hey you guys got to put the fire out i had the fire department interrupt my set because we had exposed coals you know what would have been funny is if, if i had a flamethrower i would have been like look no coals no no it would have been funny if the if the fireman didn't say anything if he just walked up, let you continue doing comedy, had a big old fire extinguisher, sprayed the fire out, gave you a head nod and left without saying a goddamn thing. Just let you keep doing yeah. your, just walked in, put out the fire and just left like yeah, not even not even acknowledged. Nah, dude, he should have snuck up behind me with a fire extinguisher and waited until the joke didn't go well. And it's like, I fight fires, but also bombs. <laughs> <laughs>
It'd be like the old uh, vaudevillian hook to take you up the stage. You yes, just a firefighter that just <laughs> no, not even not even a fire extinguisher. I want him to just spray me with a fire hose, Selma style, every time a joke doesn't work. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> um. Hey, really quick. Uh, I don't want to talk about this too long, but you brought up blue states, red states, and COVID. Um. Megan Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan got busted. She pulled a Gavin Newsom. She she said, hey, uh, here are all the COVID guidelines. They apply to all of you. Oops, they don't apply to me. Just like Newsom when he said stay at home and then he got busted at a restaurant. She got busted at a restaurant. Why? Seriously, what do you think goes through these governors heads? This is what I appreciate about red states. Red governors, as dumb fuck as they were, and when, when they said, we don't trust science, we don't trust the doctors, do what you want. I don't care who gets sick. I don't care who dies. It's fine. At least when they said that, they meant it and they went out without masks. Now, a lot of them, a lot of congressmen and Congress and senators, they were hypocrites. They said COVID's not a big deal. And then they went and got the vaccination as soon as they could. Well, exactly. Yeah, it's the but same that came idea. later. But during the pandemic, before there was a vaccination, at least the governors were like, ah, fuck COVID. And they were going out without a mask. At least they at least they walked the walk and talked the talk. The Democrats like Newsom and her and Whitmer and there were others out there. They're like, don't you dare go outside. You stay home. And then they went to restaurants. It's like fucking that, that's why you get voted out of office because of your hypocrisy. It, it is, man. And and I know like a lot of a lot of people on the left try to say, oh, look, the, the right's just smearing them for this and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, that's that that's fucking bullshit, man. And, and, and look, I don't know how strict the regulations Michigan had. Oh, they uh, locked down fucking okay. hard. I was well, then, booked there and I still haven't been rebooked because it got canceled. They shut down everything fucking long time and then they allowed the comedy club to reopen at like 20 percent. and he emailed me and said dude it's not worth it i mean right, that's I, fucking serious they're doing all locals because they can't yeah. afford i it wouldn't cover my gas exactly. to get there yeah i mean he's he, exactly so she you, fucked you got everybody. 20 people that are able to buy tickets you can't right yeah I, we, yeah we can't cover a hotel yeah yeah exactly um but yeah i it and it's not just a, oh it's a pain in the ass not being able to do things it's the, the, the shit that you kind of want to go do. Those industries are getting fucking run out. And, and I can I can fucking tell you that from from living in New York. There's a lot of places that just had to fucking close because of this bullshit. So yeah. if your regulations and like I'm not one of those people that that is going to sit here and pretend there wasn't a good reason to, to have COVID regulations in place. Now, Absolutely. they maybe may have gone a little too far in some of these blue states. They may maybe didn't work with the restaurants and stuff enough to where it's like, OK, you can be open, but space out a little more and and shit like that um i i think that conversation should be had uh that said there obviously was a good reason to put some regulations in place that said those regulations are driving stuff out of work i'm not saying none of them should be there but i'm saying if, if you're the one putting those in place and then you are not following the same regulations that you have made that are causing people to lose their businesses and livelihoods, uh, then fuck you. You should absolutely resign. You should you should have to fucking resign. If you are you are a governor of a state who had really strict COVID regulations, people are losing job for us, and you yourself did not follow that regulation. So you're 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 the southern pastor that preaches about gay people and then is sucking somebody's dick in an airport's men's room. Fuck yep. you. I hope that yep. went, I hope that dick gives you AIDS at that point. <laughs> yep. Um I just finished last night uh Michael Lewis's new book called The Premonition. And it's fan fucking tastic. 
Uh, I love Michael yeah. Lewis. I've read several of his books. I read Homecoming. I read Moneyball. I read, I didn't read Liar's Poker, but I, I he, it's great. His books are all great. And they all get turned into movies. I read The Big Short. Um, and this one is on not only the pandemic, but the it's it's more about the lead up to it, but it's all behind the scenes. It's have you ever heard of have you heard of the Wolverines? They made a little news recently. I believe that was Patrick Swayze. In yeah, the, that's uh, that's where they got it from. They stole Red it Dawn. from Red Dawn. It's, oh, really? Wait, there's an actual they, group called themselves. Yeah, they they, they stole it. It's a series. It's it's a it was a cluster of doctors and scientists, mostly doctors, I believe, who called the pandemic well before it happened. Like they were researching Wuhan the instant it made the news. Sure. I'm, I'm not going to go into detail. Here's 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 the gist of it. Here's here's why I bring it up. First of all, the book is worth reading. It's called the the premonition. It's by Michael Lewis. In that book, what they discussed is did you, uh, the idea of every zip code regulating itself because there are health officials all across the country. There are thousands of them in every uh, across. There are there are hundreds in every single state. And what they said is what we need to do is get information to these health officials and then they can make a judgment call per their zip code, per what is happening in their area. And instead of getting that, we got a mix of federal ignorance, states either picking political sides and going too far in either direction and, you know, almost 600,000 dead at this point. Right. But these people had a plan and the book ends with them saying, wow, uh, hopefully we get to look back on this and say they did everything wrong. Let's do it right next time. Because they, they they had this plan that said, and they were going to be simple. They were going to use red, yellow, and green, stop, you know, wait and go, because that's what everybody's familiar with, as signs with, okay, uh, let's not shut everything down. Let's cut restaurants back to, I don't know, 60%. Oh, you need to cut it to 40%. You can go to 70%. It was supposed to be a variable depending on where you lived and what was happening. And instead, we got blanket statements and it, it was absurd, but there there were very smart people out there who called this in advance and said, this is how you control it. This is how you shut it down. And nobody did a fucking thing and nobody listened. And it, it's it's an amazing book. I'm not even going to try and do it justice, but I, I absolutely recommend it. Nice. What's it called again? The Premonition. It's by Michael Lewis. And fucking this is this is horrible. Um, I told you I read a bunch of his books. They're all fantastic. He's married to Tabitha Soren from MTV. Soren, the... So I finished the book on Sunday and I, I just then I read online, the dude's 19 year old daughter gets killed in a car accident the day before. I'm like, just oh, weird. I'm reading his book. He's this famous author and his fucking daughter got killed in a car accident. It's gotta be heartbreaking and horrible. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. All right. So pandemic aside, couple more things. Oh, this one amused me, Jake. I sent you this story. Um, Hey, remember January 6th, uh, the insurrection, and before that, uh, Republicans that were voting to overturn the election and decertify it and not elect Joe, Bri Joe Biden? No, I don't uh, remember that because I have only been watching Fox News and OAN, and uh, <laughs> by, by January 8th, they quit covering it. Uh, I, I forgot any of that went down. You, you mean when Antifa dressed up as uh, right-wingers, right? Yes, yes, that's what happened. Yeah, well, yeah. it's funny that you forgot about it because... As absolutely expected by everybody with an IQ greater than that of a potato, a whole bunch of corporations said, ooh, those dirty Republicans voting to uh, 
not certify the election and and cause an insurrection and blah 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 we're not going to donate to them anymore we can't support that kind of politics guess what they've been donating to them forever like this new article said sure maybe they stopped donating for a week or two but all the corporations that said they're not going to there were, there were 147 47 politicians that a bunch of corporations said we're going to stop they they 2.6 million 100 uh, companies that uh, said they weren't going to donate it contributed to it they just yeah went away they made this grand statement we're not going to support these people and they support them least surprising update of all time yeah uh they're they're fucking corporations man i they they they're not red or blue they they're green uh who's going to cut our taxes more are yeah. they crazy treasonous reality stars then i fine here's some money the the antifa will have a hard time getting past my security and uh, getting to me in my ivory tower, says the CEO. Like, who is the guy? Citibank, Jamie Dimon. He earns like something 50, 75 million a year. You think he gives two fucks who he gives money to as long as he owns his own private island somewhere that nobody can get to to hold him accountable? Of course not. Oh, yeah, dude. He's he's got um, he's got entire like like panic islands in case like a zombie attack happens. He's not yeah. he's not worried about political blowback from this. Not at all. So I, I was not surprised that I, in fact, I, I wonder, I wish, I hope someone started a timer when, when the corporations announced we're not going to donate to Republicans that are horrible. I wish someone said, all right, let's see how long this lasts. And then that you could have treated it like an office where someone's pregnant and they're guessing, is it a girl? Is it a boy? What day is it going to be worn on? You know, like you create brack, uh, one of those flow charts and everybody throws in five bucks. Oh, I'm going to guess May 18th. Ah, I think it's a girl on May 19th. And, you know, then if somebody wins the pot when the baby's born, that's what they should have done with here is we should have done this big online spreadsheet and everybody guess when corporations would go back to donating to the 147 Republicans that uh, voted to destroy our democracy. Tried My to guess would have been that day. They would have been like, hey, listen, I'm saying some shit on the news, but like you're going to you're not going to get money from Chase, but you're going to get uh, uh, a nice check from my cousin Chaz. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's fine. Yes, uh, I probably keep the tax cuts coming. Keep them tax cuts coming. All right. Well, one final thing and we're going to end on. I don't want to say a serious note, but I rarely get disgusted by the news. This one kind of got to me. Um Officer, I think his name is Selnik. Let me let me quick look to refresh that. Yes. Oh, not Sel. Sicknick. Brian Sicknick, S-I-C-K-N-I, Sicknick, was a police officer killed on January 6th, thanks to the insurrection. We all knew it was happening. The Republicans were going to say, nope, no bipartisan committee to uh, investigate this. We've got more important things to do, like, I don't know, maybe a 34th hearing of, on Benghazi. Um, his mom, the officer's mom, went and spoke to Republican senators and said, please vote to investigate the murder of my son. And they still voted it down and said, nope, we can't support a bipartisan commission to investigate this. That's just disgusting. I mean, that that just shows you how horrible politicians are. When a dead police officer's mother can go talk to you and say, please investigate the murder of my son. And you say, nope. Nope, that's a Democrat liberal uh, bullshit. Um, I'm sticking to Mitch McConnell. He said to vote. No, I'm going that way. Only six uh, senators voted for it. And 
I don't know. Uh, that that one I thought was pretty fucking gross. I blame since this is a comedy podcast, I blame the mother of the dead officer. I don't think Ooh. that she well, <laughs> she didn't try to negotiate enough with the, the congressman. It's she just went, Oh, investigate my son because he died in the line of duty and bah, 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 right. And that's supposed to be enough. You could at least give them kind of what they need, be like, listen, investigate my son's death, and I will help cut chase banks taxes you know what i mean like i will oh. help get taxes lowered for toyota i, I will try something. and uh i will go to M massachusetts notorious blue state and try and pass handgun legislation to, to, to i will allow go, uh, yes i will go to, to allow for handguns like, as the mother of a dead officer he his, his 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 last words to me he was calling me as he was getting stepped on and said tell them that the second amendment must 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 live even though i must die the second amendment must live and and that is my that is my dying wish is to get handgun legislation uh loosened in in massachusetts yes well god damn it jake that's why i bring these things up so that you can put a spin on them that that that, that enlightens and educates god damn it because i was disgusted and now i realize it must have yep. been her fault it's all about, dude, it's all about negotiation. I see all these fucking, I had, I had a friend of mine a while back. She moved to Texas, and then I'd always see her, like, at, at state capitals and stuff protesting abortion laws. Like, can you believe that Texas is restricting the rights of women to go? <laughs> yes, I can. Yes, I can. It's, I, what do you... That's what they do there. I'd be shocked if they did let you have it. Like, why did you move there then? Like, what are you, you're the one who moved there. That's like you, you knew that. Oh, I moved to Beijing and the burritos suck. I know that's not what they do there. <laughs> what are you, what are you doing? See, if you want it, you got to negotiate. If you want um, uh, abortions in Texas, you got it. You got to give them stuff. They like, that's why next month I am opening up Jake's abortion and ammo shack. That's right. Right outside of Dallas. It's have an abortion, it, get some guns, get, get some yes, ammo. It's a gun store that 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 gives abortions. You're not going to let them shut down a gun store, are you, Texas? No matter what we're doing in the back. <laughs> oh, we got to shut down this gun store because it's causing kids to die. Didn't stop us last month. Not going to stop us this month. Oh, God damn it. That's brilliant. I hope. And, and OK, so this is a comedy podcast, but we don't do bits because that's cheesy and hacky. I hope you turn that into a bit and take it to the stage. God damn it. That one is too good to just rest on this podcast. You take There's barely that. any stages out here anymore. Uh, well, that's because you're Thanks blue. to the governors who fucking make all these laws and then break them. Yep. Uh, well, fortunately, your stages may stay come back. six feet apart from everyone. Don't go to a comedy club. I'm going to stay well within six feet of all my female staffers. That's, hey, that's where I was going with this. Asshole. Yes, thank you. <laughs> well, when you get an opportunity, you write that down. Keep it in your back pocket because that's goddamn brilliant, Jake. I will. I will. Um, I, I don't do bits. That may have been an old premise that I did way back in the day. Okay, well, fucking bring it back because it's beautiful. Bring it back. Yeah. All right, kids. JakeVevra.com, NathanTimmel.com. I've got the book. We are 100 out and available. You can buy it on Amazon. Jake has the Love Gurus live every Thursday on YouTube, 9 p.m. Eastern. You can chat. Oh, it's 8.30 p.m. Eastern now. 8.30 p.m. Eastern yeah. we on YouTube. Now we're doing it live in person. We're doing oh. it. We, I, I have like a video thing in my apartment. I got like a green screen and, and all four of us are there and we take comments and stuff live on the show. So get on there. 8.30 30 p.m. Eastern. Ask uh, so questions. Be... They will answer. Chat. They will respond. Yes. 
Yes, it's a live chat thing that we do on the show. We've got like regulars who chat with us the whole fucking time. It's it's it's, it's cool. It gives a whole live uh, feel to it. Well, cool. Hopefully, I can come visit you there. Yeah. Via Iowa in a couple of weeks. All right. Good talking to you, my friend. Have a good Memorial Day. And remember, as this posts on Memorial Day, Memorial Day is about buying a mattress that's on sale. Nothing else. There's no other reason behind it. It's only mattress sales. So remember that, everyone. They died so you could get cheap mattresses. Don't yes. forget what this day is about. Exactly. All right. Take care. Later. Later.